This Friday, critics are calling A Quiet Place Part 2 sensational. This is the experience theaters were made for. A Quiet Place Part 2, only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Hello and welcome on this Saturday, January 16th. Can you believe it? Six more weeks, it'll be the beginning of March. Light at the end of the tunnel, folks. Light at the end of the tunnel. You can almost sense it. People are starting to to realize that we're going to come out of these dark, dark, dark times that we've been living in since last March. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, we're going to get more pricks in the arm. The vaccine is going to hopefully help us get out of this COVID-19 time capsule that has affected so many people, fractured so many relationships, just done so, so much bad. Hopefully we're coming out and there's going to be some good things that come out of it. I keep saying that week in, week out. There will be good that comes out of out of this painful 10 month, 11 month period that we've been living in. And it's, um, you know, it's hopefully Hopefully, we'll be back to some sort of normalcy. So we got spring is in the air. Six more weeks. That's how I look at it. January 16th. Can you believe it? January 16th. How did that happen? How did 2020 turn out to be such a great year in the stock market on top of 2019? And here we are, you know, just just into it. And we're, we're up for the first couple of weeks in january we'll take that we like the markets being up we gave a little bit back this week that's okay it has to happen you can't just go straight up folks we've been going straight up i mean it's like tesla going through to the moon and it's um the stock market has to take a breather so any questions you have let me get you pointed in the right direction let's kick off 2021 in a great way last week i know ryan and marty did a phenomenal job with the show i go on our website and listen boucher.com go to insights and perspective you can look up the past shows and they they always do a great job i'm telling you when i tell you i'm so fortunate to be surrounded by great people i am so fortunate to be surrounded by great people but if you have questions let me help you our phone numbers today 1-800-TALK-WGY 1-800-825-5949 1-800-825-5949 let's start the day off with justin in albany hello justin hi how you doing i'm doing great how about you I'm doing okay. I'm um, uh, I just uh, left an old job and I got a, I got out of a 401k and I have it sent over to my um, my new IRA and I have no idea what to do and I'm a little freaked out about putting it in at the top of uh, top of the with the market being so strong. <laughs> yeah. The market has been strong, hasn't it? I mean, when you think last year, the S&P was up 18.4% total return. That includes dividends. NASDAQ up 44%. In 2019, the S&P was up 32%. You know, investors say to me all the time, well, I don't want to get into the market. It's at an all-time high. And I say, well, thank God, over the last 100 years, the market, for the most part, is always making all-time highs. So if you're a long-term investor, Justin, getting in, if you were invested when it came out of that 401k, then you don't want to time the market. Market timers never, never, uh, you have to be lucky to make money by being a market timer. So if when that money came out of your old 401k, 
if it was invested, then when it hits your IRA, Justin, you want it to be invested there as well. How old are you? Uh, 40. You're just a young guy. I'm, 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 I'm a couple decades older than you. I'm 100% invested in the stock market. I wouldn't have it any other way. I love stocks long term. Any given day, I have no clue what they're going to do, except for Saturdays and Sundays. I know exactly what they're going to do. They're going to do nothing. I guarantee my clients every weekend they won't lose any money. But at 40 years old, you should be in a growth mode. You should be more invested in stocks than not. And at 40 years old, you know, if you can put that money away, you're not going to touch it for 20 plus plus years, you'll make some money in the stock market. Now, that means that today, as we sit here, we're near all-time highs. The only thing that is on the agenda is the inauguration this week. And there may be some volatility depending on what goes on around this great country of ours. If there is some volatility, if you see the stock market, you know, take a baby step backwards, Take advantage of that volatility and put that money in, especially if it was invested in the old 401k. Get that money invested. If you're nervous, Nelly, and you're not sure, what we would recommend is maybe over the next two, three months, slowly put it in, dollar cost average it in. But as I said, at 40 years old, even if you put it in on Monday in the market, you know, it corrects itself on Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday. That's okay. You're going to recover. The market always goes back to make all-time highs. And thank God the market has done that forever and ever and ever. So don't worry about it being at all-time highs now. We're actually optimistic that 2021 could be a good year for the stock market. Excellent. Um, would you recommend any commodities or uh, um I'm sorry, I couldn't come up with it. Bonds? Yeah, so at 40 years old, I won it. I mean, you should have your money working for you hard. You work hard for your money. Commodities, you know, for most people, they think of gold as, as, as the best place to put the money. And if inflation rears its ugly head, gold should do well. Gold is down to 18 hundred thirty dollars an ounce it was as uh, it was over two thousand dollars an ounce a couple months ago so it's come down you know let's say almost ten percent from from its all-time high so gold you know there has to be a reason why people buy gold they they are fearful that the world's falling apart for the most part and if inflation rears its ugly head gold is usually a good hedge so putting a little bit of money in gold is all right five ten percent maybe of your portfolio if you think that inflation's coming and inflation has to come it should come i just can't tell you when and as far as bonds if once again you don't want to be a hundred percent invested in the stock market you know most people your age for our clients are invested in our growth strategy that's 80 percent targeted towards stocks 20 percent bonds alternative assets and cash so give that some thought where's your money where's your ira held at uh fidelity yeah, I mean, they, they'll have a lot of great investments. And if you're not sure, choose a lifestyle growth fund. That way you just put your money in one investment and that money will be invested and you don't have to worry about it. Justin, thank you for the call. Thank you for kicking off. 1-800-TALK-WGY. 1-800-825-5949. We have Mike in East Greenbush. Hello, Mike. Hi. Uh, good afternoon. How are you? My question. I'm pretty good. Uh, my question is, can I 
take a loss on my taxes for a house that I rent. I'm a single-unit landlord, and the family, they've been sending in chunks of money. They're not abusing me, um, but they currently are in the arrears of $13,000. Yeah. What so can I if do it's... To, to, to offset that? And if I have, I mean, right now I have like $4,000 of play money. Should I invest that in gold? Because I was listening to you before. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody wants to buy gold. And I always say, listen, if the world falls apart, you can't take your gold to the Market 32 in, or the Stewart's shop and kind of shave off some shillings in order to buy milk and bread. I mean, gold has really no intrinsic value. It doesn't pay a dividend. There has to be a buyer and a seller. And most people buy gold when they get fearful. If you look at the Pacific Rim, a lot of people buy gold as gifts. Instead of giving money, they actually give gifts, and that was um, that was exactly you know the, the the purpose of gold is is giving gifts. In India, it's mostly used for jewelry, but there's very industri- very little industrial use for gold. So it's really mostly a fear for inflation, a a, a fear for people that are are you know that that think the world's going to fall apart inflation it's usually a good hedge against inflation mike so if if, if you have a hundred thousand dollars total invested in the in, in in the stock market then maybe you know put four or five thousand dollars in the gold as i said to justin five ten percent would be a good percentage to put into gold but you know that's how we that's how we gotcha. look at gold. As far as you, as far as you write off, if your property is considered income property and you've been, you know, taxed on on the income you make or the loss t- taking losses, I'm not a tax preparer, so I can't give tax advice. But take a look at your, um, you know, talk talk it over with your your accountant and see see what's going on there. But if it's income property and you have you know, big loss, $13,000, it all depends, you know, really at the end of the day, your expenses and income. If you have a loss, you should be able to, to write that off, but your accountant will be able to tell you better. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. All right, Mike, stay healthy, stay well. Thank you for calling 1-800-825-5949. We have Susan in Saratoga Springs. Hello, Susan. Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, good. Um, My question has to do with my mother's money. She's going to be 95, and she has hers invested, and it's kind of a 40-60 break between bonds and non-risky stock. Should she be out of the non-risky stock and all into bonds, tax-free bonds, or um, should she even be doing early disbursement because the market might get crazy? That's where yeah. I'm sitting, wondering. Well, I, gar- I, I guarantee you, Susan, the market will get crazy. I can't just, I just can't tell you what day it'll get crazy or what week or what month. But the market doesn't just go up. 
It goes up and down, up and down, up and down. This is why we guarantee clients that they'll lose money because the market doesn't always go up. So what you have to look at is your comfort level for, for, for your mom. And I get this question a lot. A lot of people want to go into tax-free bonds. If your mom doesn't have a lot of income, she's probably in a very low tax rate. So I'm not so sure tax-free bonds would be a good place for her to go. So you have to look at what's best for mom. If she doesn't want to be in the stock market, we you know we manage 730 million dollars we every one of our clients has some money in the stock market some money so you know even our our mature clients they our capital preservation portfolio is about a 30 70 blend so i think i heard you say your mom's 40 60 40 percent stock 60 percent bonds right yeah, so that's what we consider right. a conservative investment. And there's some good bond investments out there. I mean, when I look at our bond holdings, you know, last year, we, you know, our, our, our core holding, the iShares Core U.S. Aggregate Bond Exchange Traded Fund was up 7.5%. The Vanguard Short-Term Bond Fund was up 5%. Our DFA, our Global Core Plus, was up 8.5%. So that's total return. That means that you're getting like that aggregate bond fund. You're getting a, a dividend yield, an uh, interest yield of 1.14% as of the end of the year, but it was up 7.4%. That means there was profits in, in that holding. So you have to look at bonds because the U.S. 10-year Treasury notes yielding more than it's been in quite some time. It's just over 1%, 1.09% to be exact. That means if mom bought a 10-year U.S. Treasury note, probably the safest money in the world, that money would be invested for the next 10 years, and mom would get 1.09% a year, year in, year out, and then she'll get her principal back in 10 years. If interest rates go to 2% next year, and your mom says, hey, I'm only getting 1% on my bond, I want to get that new bond, she has to sell her bond at a loss, because who wants to buy her bond at par when they can buy a new bond yielding twice the interest. So you have to be careful. And as I said, if mom's okay with with that portfolio being conservative and she can weather the storms, you know, there's going to be corrections, there's going to be bear markets, there's going to be recessions. It's it's really, it, it, can you weather it? If you don't if you don't get panic and have sleepless nights, then weather the storm. The stock market will always come back. It always has. I don't see for any reason why it shouldn't. So that's how you have to think about it. Um, you know, if, if, if mom's relying on that money to live on and she's really nervous, then putting all that money in bonds, even though you're not going to make a whole lot of money, may make sense. Everybody's different. Okay, great. Um, I thank you. You've helped me out a lot. All right, Susan. Thank you for calling. Stay healthy, stay well, and say hi to mom for me. 1-800-TALK-WGY. 1-800-825-5949. 1-800-825-5949. Zach, let's take a 15-second break. Let me wet my whistle. Thank you, folks, for letting me wet my whistle. 
The phone lines are open. Zach Harris, my long-term producer, is here and ready, willing, and able to get you up on the phone line so I can talk to you. I'm not going to look at you through the mic today, but I'll talk to you. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. Any questions you have, give me a call. So, you know, this past week, the markets were down a little bit. It hasn't been down like this since Halloween. So, you know, read what you will into it. As Barron said, you know, the stock market hasn't been this spooked since Halloween. The Dow Industrial Average slipped about 284 points, um, nine-tenths of a percent this week to close at 30,815. NASDAQ dropped 1.5% to close at 12,999. And the S&P fell 1.5% as well to close at 37.69 its largest decline since the week of october 30th but you know when um the back halloween week it dropped 5.6 percent so being down 1.5 is okay and we've come a long way since then the when you think about it it's the first weekly drop for the s&p of one percent since then and that's that's pretty good and you know what were we worrying about back then we were worrying about the election which turned out to just be a political event we still have COVID on our mind COVID on our mind is that a song something on my mind is a song but how it'll affect the u.s economy and i know that there's a lot of a lot of businesses suffering a lot of small businesses that are going out of business um you know just mom and pop businesses or restaurants delis just suffering suffering dearly a lot of big businesses are suffering as well you're seeing more bankruptcies people just aren't you know they're just not out shopping they're shopping online and for those those you know whether you're you're doing it at a big box retailer like target walmart or via amazon or your local independently owned store which i love i love our local shops because they've adapted they they have beefed up their their um online presence they're doing curbside pickup and drop off they really really are beefing up uh how they're, they're working to compete with those big box retailers and you know what i'd rather spend my money with you know that 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 guy or gal who owns this store or that store or restaurant that is is involved in the community they're helping you know coach your 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 child's soccer team or you're sitting next to them at church or temple you get the picture you know these are are, are our neighbors and they're in the community so you know there's a lot of businesses that are adapting but there's a lot of businesses that aren't and COVID-19 is still weighing on us this week we had unemployment benefits go up more than expected so we'll see what happens 1-800-TALK-WGY 1-800-825-5949 we have Bernie in Saratoga hello Bernie hi how are you I'm doing great how about you Good. I love listening to you. I catch you in the morning on uh, WGY. You're, you're very great. Um, my question is, um, I am pretty much investing everything I have in my 403B through my employer, which has been doing really, really well. I kind of like to start investing maybe some dollar amounts in some certain stocks and stuff. You know, you watch Apple and all that stuff. Is there a way to invest in those or in stocks uh, by the dollar value instead of by the share? Are there, like, websites or anything that you could do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most are doing this now. 
you know, when you when you think, you know, you got stocks like Amazon that's trading three thousand dollars a share. You have, you know, all these expensive um, stocks out there. You you know, if you want to invest a hundred dollars in Amazon, you can do that now. They'll give you fractional shares, and most big brokerage houses do that. Charles Schwab does that. There's a lot of other brokerage houses that that do that as well. So I call it our sandbox accounts for our clients. We have some clients that have sandbox accounts. They go out and play in the sand. I tell them, go on out, play in the sand, you know, have have some fun, but I'll manage your core investments. I'll make sure I take care of your core investments. And this way you can play till till the cows come home. And if you lose money in your sandbox account, you know it won't affect your overall retirement plans. That's what most people are saving for. But yes, Bernie, you can go out and buy fractional shares. Most, most um, brokerage houses allow you to do that now. And, you know, for, for no fees. It's crazy. They're almost paying you. Yeah, that was going to be my question. Are there, there, you know, ones that have no fees? I, I've kind of poked around on the internet, but I kind of got confused and I wasn't sure which route, where to go. You know, so yeah, I, I would uh, start at Charles Schwab. You know, we manage seven hundred and thirty million dollars. It's all at Charles Schwab. We like Charles Schwab. I have my pick of Fidelity, Vanguard, of them all, and I've been with Charles Schwab. I've been a fiduciary since nineteen ninety three. Charles Schwab was the biggest and the best back then. They're still the biggest and the best, and I'm with them. And I, um, you know, I, I would say start at Charles Schwab. All right, we'll do. What do you think the market's going to do with the incoming administration? Any ideas or thoughts? Yeah, well, you know, believe me, that was the hottest question we had leading up to the election. <laughs> People were so afraid if ironically, in hindsight, everything's crystal clear, right? I'm, I'm learning that the hard way in other ways, believe me. You know, you, you, you judge people, and I always tell them, listen, in hindsight, your true colors will show. But when it comes to investing, in hindsight's crystal clear as well. And leading up to the to the election, everybody was afraid of this outcome. The outcome is we have a Democratic president. The Democrats control the House and the Senate. I mean, Congress and the Senate. It's crazy and the stock market is actually yeah. okay with it but leading up to it everybody thought the world was going to fall apart listen we're not going to wake up on january 21st and joe biden's not going to turn us into a communist socialist type country it's not going to happen you know i always say and don't take this the wrong way i'm a blank i'm not a republican i'm not a democrat i always say i i vote for who i think will lie to me the least politicians lie through their teeth to get elected but once they get elected, they have to do what's right for the people. So let's hope that, that the Democrats do what's right for the people. I know they're trying to put money in the in the pocketbooks of um in the pockets of, of people, especially low income people. They need it. These are the people that I, I, I'm the cons most concerned about. These are people that need to put food on the table, pay some essential expenses, and, and they're just down and out. Most, listen, most people that are unemployed are lower paid people, and they, they need a boost in the arm. You know, do I think everybody should be getting a check? Absolutely not. Do I think the people that are down and out, and especially these lower um, income workers that, that work their rear end off for us, do they deserve something? Absolutely. And they deserve something something decent so that they can take care of their families. Once that happens, that's a boost in the arm for the economy. The consumer makes up two-thirds of the economy. That means if the consumer has money, 
that means that the consumer is going to spend that money. That's going to help the economy. That's going to help the stock market. Hey, Bernie, great questions. Thank you. Stay safe. Stay healthy. We have Charlie and Gilderland, but Charlie, you're going to have to wait a minute. We have to take a break for the news, so don't go anywhere. I promise you on the other side of the news, I will pick you up. Folks, the phone lines are open. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949, 1-800-825-5949. Any questions you have, Zach Harris, my longtime producer, and I are here, willing, ready, and able to take your calls. See you in two quick minutes. Hello, and welcome back. Thank you for hanging on through the news, folks. Thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate it week in, week out, every Saturday at noon, Sunday mornings at 8. Our phone numbers today, as they are every weekend, 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. We have Charlie and Gilderland. Charlie, thank you for holding. How are you? Good. Yourself, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, but at my age, every day I get out of bed, I feel good. <laughs> At American Public University, we believe that higher education can unlock higher purpose. So we offer 200 modern programs for those who want to make a difference. And we believe education must adapt to students' needs. That's why we've made it accessible through online classes and flexible with monthly program starts. American Public University, within reach, without limits. Learn more at AmericanPublicU.com. Okay, Rose, we're second in line. Perfect, Rose. You remembered the birth certificate? Yes, and we have our electric bill. Excellent. We'll be Real ID ready in no time. Real ID ready to visit our grandson, Ricky, at Fort Bragg, then fly to New Orleans for Jazz Fest. Pardon me, are you talking to yourself? Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I am. Talk yourself into Real ID readiness by May 3rd, 2023. Make a plan at dhs.gov slash Real ID. I say that as long as I say it, I ain't the funny papers, I'm fine. <laughs> you know, I, I, I should read the funnies more. My wife reads the funnies every morning, and I hear her chuckling. I said, you're reading the funnies, aren't you? She says, yep, but um, I, I should probably read them. Uh, you know, I, I put a cartoon into our client letter that I sent out yesterday or Thursday, whenever my office sent it out, and it was a cartoon that I found. It was a lady who, you know, 20, 20, Two buildings, one named 2020, one named 2021. And she jumped out of 2020, which was on fire burning, jumped down, hit a trampoline, jumped right back into 2021, another burning building. I thought it was humorous because that's so far what we've seen. I've got a, I've got a quick one for you. All right. I'm sitting there with my, I'm sitting there with my wife. And I uh, dial up, dial her phone. It's out in the kitchen. So she goes, my phone is ringing. I said, well, go get it. She goes out in the kitchen to pick up the phone. She picks it up and it's me. I said, give me a beer, will you, hon? Man, oh, man. And you're still married? Well, I, I, I didn't really get the beer, but I got some funny <laughs> words. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's good to know that everybody's alive and well. What can I help you with today? All right, 
I got a question here. Years ago, we bought a lot of bonds, $100 bonds. Yep. And I just put them in an envelope and I never cashed them. They're all sitting there. I thought, oh, they got to be at least 20 years old. Those $100 bonds. What do you think they're worth yep. today? About $101. 101, that's it, huh? <laughs> no, I'm tongue-in-cheek humor. Um, not much. They're not worth much. And remember, with a lot of bonds, they stop paying interest after so long. So you may want to get on the, the Treasury site. You'll have certificate numbers. You'll be able to put it in. Go to U.S. Um, I, I think U.S. Treasury or savingsbonds.gov. You'll, you'll go, just Google it. You'll, you'll find it, and you'll be able to see exactly how much they're worth. But, you know, how old are you, Charlie? I'm 68. All right. So, you know, I mean, those are always nice. They were nicer when they were paying more interest, but now especially you're you're getting a pittance of, of interest, hardly anything. I mean, not even enough to, you know, you're not getting anything. Um, so, you're, right. you know, if you cash them in, you may have enough money to buy a couple six-packs of beer. <laughs> Either that or I get another phone for I can put around the house for the wife. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> hey Charlie, good luck. You know when I, back in the early '80s, I used to bartend. I used to I gave out pretty good um, marriage counseling advice because back then that was part of my job. You know now I just do financial advice. But um, good luck, with, good luck with that. I hope your wife um, thinks your 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 humor's as as funny as as I do. Anyway, thank you for calling, Charlie. Good luck, but check check that out. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. We have Don in Texas. Hello, Don. Hey, Steve. How are you? Um, I have a, very good. I have a question about um, collecting Social Security. Um, my wife and I are a little undecided on how we should do it. I'm just over, I'm going to be 62 early part of February, and uh, I've got a partial um, pension from the union I was in. And um, I'm not sure if it makes sense to take it right now. We don't need it. But um, yep. my wife are you still working? Yeah, I, I work part time as a school bus driver in, in Texas here. Are you making more than like fifteen thousand dollars a year? The Social Security line is eighteen nine, I think. Yep. Are you making and, more than uh, that? I'm uh, very close to it. Um, yeah. Depends if I uh, overtime or or whatever. Um, yeah. So you you know if you are, you're going to be taxed on the Social Security, so you don't want to take it. If you think you're going to die prematurely before, let's say, the mid to late 70s, you may want to take it because, you know, that that money doesn't go to anybody else. It just goes to you. If you think you're going to live into your 80s, 90s, then you want to wait because every year you wait, you're going to get that much more and you're going to, over time, have more money. And that's how you really want to look at Social Security, Don. It really comes down to if you and your wife need it now and if you do just you know 
if you needed to live on, then obviously you worked hard for a long time and you're still working hard. And and my hat goes off to you, you know, driving driving the the, the little guys and girls around in this in the school bus. Um, you know, I'm sure that believe me, with everything going on with COVID and, and keeping all these little people safe, um, you know, my my hat goes off to you. So you're still working hard. But if you need that money to live on to make ends meet, then, you know, taking it now probably makes sense. Everybody's different. Every case is different with Social Security because everybody's in a different different situation. That's about the best advice I can I can give you. Think about your life expectancy. Do you need the money? now and if you do then um you know it might behoove you to take it if you're not going to be taxed on it if you're going to be taxed on it i'm pretty sure you're going to want to wait yeah um there's family history of heart disease in my family my my dad died at 62 my grandfather died at 59 and yeah. i'm in that window my wife gets yeah. mad at me for looking at things that way but i do have a uh, an issue in my heart but uh, yeah. we managing it. But uh, I don't want to get out of the game right now. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, you know, as I say, um, one, I hope you stay healthy. I, I have a brother. I, I'm guardian for two brothers with special needs, and they're special people. And my one brother's been in for ten weeks, and he's going in for some major surgery, heart surgery on Tuesday, and. Some tough decisions that I had to make, um, really, really tough decisions. So my my heart goes out to you. I hope you stay healthy. Uh, but that's how you and your wife want to really look at Social Security right now. And I hope 10 years from now you're calling the show and 20 years from now you're calling the show and we look back and we laugh about today's conversation. But in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, and, you know, kind of give it some 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 good thought and th- think about what's best for you and your wife. Don, thank you for calling. 1-800-825-5949, 1-800-825-5949. We have Sam in Saratoga. Hello, Sam. Hi, hi, Steve. Thanks for taking the call. Thank you for calling. How are you today? Oh, doing well. Everything in Saratoga is always good. You know that. <laughs> I do. We have an office up there, and it's a it's a um, it's a, a great office right across the street from Starbucks. We almost occupy the entire third floor above Eddie Bauer, and I, I love being yeah. in our Saratoga office. Um, no, Saratoga is yeah, a I, thriving little city. A very special place in in New York State. A lot of people uh, a lot of people don't know about it. It's uh, someone once told me it's the best place at. It's, it's not that's not advertised yeah well you know it's a summer place to be and i hear they have horses up there too <laughs> absolutely hey <laughs> a quick question um uh some of my friends are advocating alternative investments what do you think about that uh you know to take some money off the table from stocks or bonds and put it in alternative investments hedge, hedge funds and the like what 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 is your strategy there yeah, be careful with the hedge funds. You know, a lot of hedge funders, you know, they, they don't perform all that well, and you have to have a lot of money to get into them. You know, one of the best performing hedge funds is a is a hedge fund that's been around for a while that, that 
hedged Bitcoin and it's up like 27,000%, but you need $100,000 at the minimum to get into that one. Um, you know, I do like alternative assets. For us, for instance, our growth and income strategy has a target of 60% stocks, 40% bonds, alternative assets, and cash. What do I mean by alternative assets? Sometimes we'll use REITs, sometimes we'll use preferred stocks, we'll use convertible bonds, we'll use master limited partnerships, gold, other commodities. That's what we consider alternative assets. There's risk that comes with it, and we, we disclose that risk to clients. You know, we had a good year last year with 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 our, our bond holdings, but the reason why we had a good year last year was, you know, bond rates came down. Now, Boy, just in the last couple of weeks, rates went from like 0.7% to, to 1.1%. That's a huge increase in yield. That means that the price of the bonds come down. There's an inverse relationship there, Sam. So a lot of people, if they look at their bond holdings this year, year to date, they're probably down in value. Bonds are, a lot of people go to them because they're they're safe and they think that they don't lose money, but you can lose money with bonds. And with interest rates being where they're at, and if the value of the bonds are coming down because interest rates are, are, are going up, we're actually looking at investing in some alternative assets and blending that into our overall fixed income alternative asset cash allocation. But as far as hedge funds, be real careful. They sound good. They sound sexy. But, you know, you're, you're at risk there as well. Yeah, but you said, you said you're still sticking with 60% stock, 40% bond. But how much are you allocating towards the uh, alternative investments? So that 40%, we can underweight bonds. We could go from, you know, a 40% to 35, 30% and bring in 5% cash, 5% alternative assets. We haven't made that decision yet. We're evaluating it right now. Um, I'm just saying, you know, our 60, 40, we're, we, we, we hardly ever veer from our stock allocation. We love stocks long-term. We go to great length to educate our clients that over time, Stocks aren't as risky as people think they are. And, you know, over time, you may, you'll make more money in the stock market than any other asset class. But there's volatility that comes with it. We like to um, make sure we, we disclose all the volatility that comes with it. So we are 60-40. Our 60% stock usually stays at 60%. Sometimes we'll let it drift up to 65% or closer to 70 if we're optimistic, really optimistic. But our 40% could be a mix. It's not just always bonds, although right now it is, but it could change. I think we're we're making um we're looking to make a change soon. It really comes yeah, down to your, your risk level. Yeah, no, I understand, Steve. I uh yeah, that you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. So I'll I'll stay tuned, and uh, when you when you uh, make that decision, uh, would you be able to just discuss it again on the air? Absolutely. I'm like, you know, one of my my problems is I'm I'm you know I wear my emotions on my sleeve. I I share all, Sam. I I share all. Yes, I I absolutely will, and I like that. Stay tuned. That's a you know that's that's a line that I like to use often. Stay tuned, Sam. Okay. Thank you. Stay safe. Stay healthy. 
1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949, 1-800-825-5949. You know, as I said, the U.S. 10-year Treasury notes yielding 1.1%, let's say, approximately 1.1%. And when you when you look at that, you need to, um, you know, think about, you know, do you want to lock up your money for 10 years getting 1.1%? You know, I've been saying for a long time, no, you really don't. You got to be careful. You know, we put a lot of thought into our bond holdings, and we did really well last year with our bond holdings. Our clients made some money um, in, in in the bond holdings that, that we have. So we were very, very fortunate to make money for our clients. But we're getting ready to look at some alternative assets. You know, Sam opens up. Uh, a, a great window here. So let me take advantage of that open window, Sam. And I thank you for bringing up the question that you did. You know, some alternative assets. I'll just kind of give you an idea. Energy pipelines. You know, master limited partnerships are, you know, basically you got to ship the energy somehow, some way. And with the drop in oil prices and, uh, you know, who knows, you know, will, will, you know, remember during the political circus season, you know, there was a lot of talk if the Democrats get in, it's going to be bad for energy. So you have some, you know, pipeline operators that got hit pretty, pretty um, badly last year. One of the one of the bigger ones is the Alarian MLP, and that was down 32% last year. So if you invest in it, you're going to take on some some risk. Remember, you're going to take on some risk, but the industry is doing better than that stock price would would make you to believe. And if oil price bulls, you know, analysts at Goldman Sachs are right, then you know, crude could could go up, and you can make some some money. So many pipeline companies, you know, they they have buyback programs in place and so forth, but there's a lot of risk that comes in that. No matter what the dividend yield is, remember, they could they could promise you a 5, 6, 7, 8% dividend yield, but if you're down 32%, it doesn't make sense. And then you have dividend stocks. You know, you're invested in stocks, folks. We we tell our clients all the time when we use some of these alternative assets, you know, the, 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 it's like buying stocks. If you buy a REIT, you're buying a stock. If you buy a master limited partnership, in essence, you're buying a stock. You got U.S. dividend stocks. You got, you know, when 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 you look at the the Vanguard high dividend yield, you know, it has companies like Johnson and Johnson, J.P. Morgan, Chase. You know, last year it was, you know, it 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 was flat. A lot of value stocks were flat last year. Why the S&P was up 18.4 and growth stocks were up in the 30%. So you almost have value being flat, growth being in the 30s last year, and the S&P, the whole market, which takes into consideration both growth and value was smack in the middle. But if you're open to risk and you have some good companies with, you know, dividend yield, as long as you can, you know, hang in there when the, and I don't say if, it's when the market corrects next, when the market goes into another bear market, when we have another another recession. So, you know, dividend stocks is another alternative type asset. Real estate investment trust, REITs, better known. You know, we used to use the Vanguard REIT. It's, you know, for 2020, it was down 6%, down 6%. And right now, 
I'm not so sure what REITs you want to feel comfortable with. Just take a look at the shopping malls. Take a look at at office buildings. You know, COVID-19, how many businesses will continue to work remotely where they may not bring their workers back? I know I don't plan on bringing our people back full time. You know, I realize that I can give them a nice balance in their life and allow them to work from home, the comfort of their home and, and have some balance in their life because they've been remarkable. My team has worked tremendously from home haven't skipped a beat our clients are better served now than they've ever been so if there's a snowstorm or if one of my people has the cable guy coming on thursday or you know i just want them to stay home one or two days a week and they can work remotely i'm going to let them do that now i'm a boutique firm and i'm fortunate enough that i can take care of my people but a lot of big companies may see the savings and not having to rent office space so there may be a lot of office space that when the renewals come up, the lease renewals come up, they may not be renewed or they may be renewed at, at a lesser amount of space. So you got to be careful about REITs. And as interest rates go up, REITs normally historically don't do as well. But as I said, you can get a four or five percent, um, you know, dividend yield right now with 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 REITs. When you look at the Vanguard REIT, you know, it's a four percent dividend yield. That sounds good. There's risk that comes with it. Telecommunication stocks, Verizon, AT&T, you know, you know, these shares down last year, but you're getting a four, five percent dividend yield. Once again, if you can if you can withstand the volatility and you're just looking at that dividend check you know that's something else you got convertible securities they're only yielding about 2.4 percent you got junk junk bonds yielding about five percent um you know municipals i talked about it in the first half of the show so many people buy municipals they're in a low tax bracket they have no reason to buy municipal bonds tax-free income because they're not paying any tax but if you buy a municipal bond you know maybe you'll get you know, right now, depending on, on which ones you, you look at, you know, you're going to get, you know, a, a, a 2 3% maybe if you're lucky. Preferred stocks, we're actually looking at preferred stocks where we're getting almost a 5% dividend yield. We like financials. They came out with some great earnings this week, even though they were down for the week. They came out with some great earnings, so we're looking at that. And, you know, the 10-year, U.S. 10-year Treasury notes yielding 1.1%, so you, you want to be careful. But those are different types of alternative assets, not so much hedge funds. You know, leave that for, for the big guys, you know, the retirement pension funds and all of that, let them fool around with the hedge funds. I think you can do better by being real careful, being very diligent about the alternative assets that that you pick. And, you know, really, that's what it comes down to, folks. You, you When you structure your portfolio, you want to give thought to what you have in it, and you want to think about how it's diversified, how it should do during good times and bad times, because there will be good times and bad times, guaranteed. You know, the market just doesn't, you know, it's, it, uh, even though we had a good 2020, remember, almost a year ago, February 19th, that market started falling and it fell 34% in a few short weeks. Talk about a scary roller coaster ride. It was one of the most wildest roller coaster rides there have we've experienced. And it was short lived. 
you know, three weeks later, it bottomed out down 34% and it's up over 60% since then. You know, the markets actually did phenomenally well in 2020. Who would have thought, right? Defied all logic. The headlines scared you to death. You were staying in the house. You were, you know, I mean, listen, I had a conversation yesterday. I said, you do know you can't get COVID from a cardboard box, don't you? I mean, people are scared out of their shoes and, and my heart aches for them. You know, there's just, we're going to look back at this, this COVID time capsule that we're in. And, you know, I, I say it probably more than I should. We can measure the people sickened by it. We can, you know, we know how many families have lost loved ones, but it's all those people that are depressed, that are truly down and out, that, you know, haven't been able to hug their, their grandchildren, children, parents. It's the people that are abusing alcohol and drugs or a loved one. It's the people that may be hurting bringing harm onto themselves. Listen, those are all the unmeasurables and it's rampant out there, rampant. And we um, we can't come out of this time capsule soon enough. We we really can't. It's, it's time for us to come out of it. With the vaccination out there, more people um, getting jabbed in the arm, getting that vaccination, hopefully we will come out of it. When people feel safer, the nicer weather is coming, I'm telling you, you know, obviously being outside is better than being inside. But our lives have changed, folks. Our lives have changed, you know, in some ways for, for the better. I really think we're going to be better off as far as hygiene goes, protecting ourselves. I mean, I, I fly. We have clients in 25 states and overseas, so I'm on a plane a lot, although recently I've only been on a plane a couple times. But I made the, the decision. I see a lot of, uh, of people from the Pacific Rim that have worn face masks forever. And I always ask myself, why are they wearing a face mask? Now I know why they're wearing a face mask. I'll probably always wear a face mask when I'm in a crowd like that on an airplane. And that's okay. I'm protecting myself. Not only am I protecting myself, I'm protecting the person next to me. What if I'm sick and I don't realize I'm sick? And that's really where we're at now is just being as protective as we can of our neighbors and, and trying to stay safe ourselves. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping this vaccine is going to help us. Spring is in the air. Six more weeks. It's going to be the beginning of March. It can't come soon enough. In the meantime, I thank you for tuning in today. I hope you come back tomorrow morning. I'll be on it bright and early, 8 o'clock, 8 a.m. Set your alarms, put the coffee maker on, and prepare your questions. I'd love to get you pointed in the right direction. Folks, have a great Saturday. Saturday. Stay safe, stay healthy. Thank you for tuning in. Bye-bye. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.